regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features show. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every single week. My name is Gav Murphy, and today, just like every week, it is the Ramble Mus 2023. But you probably listened to this in 2024 because we haven't got our act together quick enough to record it in time. Don't know if you can hear that underneath my feet. Let me just give you a little listen a minute. That's snow. I am in Minneapolis in Minnesota, or Minnesota in Minneapolis. I can't, I don't know. I, I don't know which one is the state and which one is the city, but I've been here too long. I've been here too long to check now. <laughs> Um, and there's something I like called the Twin Cities, but I'm not getting involved in that either. Um, either way, I'm in Minnesota, and yesterday, while I was out having dinner, um, even though everyone had been telling us for days that there's going to be no snow and this is the like warmest uh, December they've ever had, it's fucking minus two, by the way, and they're like bragging about how warm it is. Um, but yeah, whilst we were out for dinner, uh, it started snowing really, really heavily. So there's a lovely... Uh, dusting of the white stuff all around now and it's absolutely beautiful um so i'm heading out on i thought i'd take you with me on a little ramble around i was thinking about it as well like i was explaining what the ramble must was to someone recently and i said you know sometimes we can't get together over christmas so we each record a little bit oh i'm sort of breaking the fourth wall there because you don't know that that's going to happen <laughs> um but i explained it to someone and i was like oh yeah sometimes we can't get together so we each record like our own little features and then we stitch them all together like a big frankenstein style podcast and this person does podcasts as well i'm not going to say who it was um adam buxton though no. uh this person who does podcasts was like that's the most creative thing I've ever heard. That is brilliant. You guys are brilliant. And I was thinking about it, I was like, that is really good, isn't it? Like, I think, uh, I don't know, because I, like, I've had quite a tough 2023, so I, I wasn't on the podcast loads this year, which means I got to listen to it as a fan a lot. Um, and the podcast is fucking brilliant. I know it's, you sh- you're not meant to go on about something that you do being good, but I'm really proud of it. And But it was really interesting to watch someone who does podcasts go, that's the most creative thing I've ever heard. You guys are amazing. I was like, yeah, we are fucking great, actually. But then, actually, we've really got no excuse not to have recorded a podcast in the last week. Like, we don't have any children. Well, actually, no. Joe's got one on the way. Um, log does shit the size of children um steve still looks like a child uh i once pretended that matt was a child to try and get danny dyer to retweet a tweet of mine (laughs) and lots of people have well exes have said that i have the mind of a child so yeah we do have connections to children but what i'm saying is we don't have any excuse not to have recorded but yeah i'm just walking around uh South Colfax, uh, South Colfax Street, uh, right now, having a little free cup of tea. Oh, I really hope that you can hear a bit of this. Isn't that fucking brilliant? Snow. Um, I'm recording this a few hours before I'm heading to see the Minnesota Vikings play the Green Bay Packers, which is the whole reason that I'm here in Minnesota. 
and a lot it's been quite fun because people in Minnesota are possibly some of the nicest Americans I've ever met um but they keep doing one of two things they ask where I'm from and obviously I have to give the stock well I'm from Wales but I've lived in London for 15 years so they hear not only do they hear something different Wales they also hear London so then they're thinking hmm Who's, it, who's this guy? He's got something cool about him, hasn't he? London. He could be living in Buckingham Palace for all I know. That's what they're thinking. I've come out here to see the Minnesota Vikings play. So, And at the time of recording, I don't know if we've won. A lot of people have said, yeah, but you could pay all that money to go and they could lose. And that is usually someone who's not into sports that says that. Because that's not what it's about, really, is it? Obviously, when you go to see your team play... Ideally, you'd want to see him win. But, you know, then I explained that I'm Welsh, so I'm quite used to paying a lot of money to go to a different country and watch my team lose. Um, But it's really strange because there's no way of saying that you don't care if your team wins or loses without sounding like you really care. Because it sounds like you're really defensive. You're like, oh, you know, look, yeah, if they lose, they lose, you know. And it's not what it's about, you know, but but it makes you sound really defensive. It's like when someone says, like, are you in a mood? You're like, no, I'm not in a mood. And you're like, oh, no, you sound like you're in a mood now. There's no way of saying I'm not in a mood without sounding like you're absolutely one million percent in a mood. And the same with, it's no way of saying that it actually doesn't really matter if your team wins or loses. It's about the experience without sounding like you're the most bitter fuck ever. Um, so I've given up on it. So, <laughs> But as you, it's quite funny finding yourself in that situation. Go, no, I generally don't care. I generally don't care. It's like, why is your voice going so high? Oh, there's a guy sweeping it. There's a guy getting rid of um, snow down here. I'm going to see if I can talk to him. Here we go. Hang on a minute. There's a guy coming. I'm, I'm going to see if I can talk to him about snow. Morning, buddy. How you doing? You're doing the Lord's work there, helping out. <laughs> How you doing? You okay? Yeah. I was in the 20 car pilot last night. What? Yeah, everybody's flying down the road. There's normal 70 miles an hour. Now what happened? W. Oh my goodness. The ground froze suddenly. Literally froze. Yeah, I was out for dinner and then and it, it started was, snowing and then... And it was paper thin. Oh, wow. You didn't even know it. It was fog and all of a sudden the ground... I came off uh, 90th, off right. 35W, mm. slid 200 feet. I'm sitting there going, oh crap, there's not an off-ramp on the other side <laughs> Sorry, of Sorry, I'm laughing. It's not funny. Oh, it was <laughs> hilarious. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. If you... you can't laugh, I mean, it's not like I rolled it. Yeah. But you, you okay though? Oh, is that's it, fine. Is the car okay? Yeah, she's okay. Fine. Yeah, I rolled it. Uh, I rolled my Jeep a couple of years ago. Oh man, I, dude, I wasn't even late to work. <laughs> so, yeah. I, if I did that to my Jeep, I would, I would, uh, I would milk that for all it's worth. Uh, no, I was, uh... Can I help at all? Oh my god, for sure. Can't stand over here. Okay, just, yeah. You don't want to stop me too. Yeah. Okay, when I was in London, dude, you only mm. hit one high rise. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I hear Skyline's really grown. I showed up in London in 80, actually. Yeah. When it just started. I had just met uh, Johnny and Sid oh, in wow. San Francisco. Amazing. Uh, yeah, and I moved here in 2000. 
What line of work you in? Uh, I run a YouTube channel where I play video games. Are you going to tell me you're an Eve player? No, I'm not an Eve player, but I do love Eve. Um, do you play Eve? I'm Hordes of Darklight. Oh, are you? Yeah. So I've been to the Eve I've... Fan Fest in Iceland a oh, few God, times. Oh, no. I went yeah. once and that was Did like... you? Okay, yeah. If you're not going to get drunk all day... Yeah, I mean, that's what I did, so... Yeah, it's not worth it. Well, amazing. Well, it's lovely to chat to you. Anyway, have a lovely day. Happy New Year as well. Ah, oh, see? You should just talk to everybody that you see. I had a good feeling about him. I had a good feeling about him when I saw him down the street. I was like, this man is going to have some treasure. <laughs> and he did. So, there we go. Hang on a minute. I think he's coming back. What the fuck? Wait, wait, no, hi, how are you? Whoa. <laughs> just walking along outside in the middle of all this rain and wind and trombone and now a gigantic plasticine bird like what from is out of Jason and the Argonauts has landed in front of me and it has a microphone plunged into its breastbone it's pointing right at me so I imagine I must sound right silky smooth and sexy one can only imagine how this microphone, which smells of my friend's hands, came to be lodged in the belly of a large plasticine bird. Maybe Steve had to fight it after smooshing its Play-Doh eggs with his fists. Steve's a vegan, you see, which means he fucking hates eggs. It's his personal mission to crush every egg in London between his thighs. I once winked at him and produced a painted wren's egg between my thumb and forefinger. That boy dropped into a side plank and started snapping his legs open and shut at me like a pink crocodile with balls for an ovula. Well, however it got in there, the microphone is mine now. Give us it! Give us it, you massive plasticine fanny! There. Merry Christmas Zone, readers. It's... Minging outside today, where I definitely am, but I'm warming myself up by rereading some of my nice Christmas cards. Stuart was lovely enough to send a card to our neighbours. Um, well, there's only one neighbour on our street that we actually have any real dealing with, apart from me saying hello and them going, FUCK OFF! Um, and that's Keith and Yvonne next door, and uh, Stuart sent Keith a little Christmas card. I don't know what he wrote in it, probably... Happy Christmas, all the best. And Keith was kind enough to reply with this, this festive message. Hi, John slash Stu. Thanks for card. Hope 2024 is better than last. Yvonne's dementia and fall a year gone by. Still can't walk, only shuffling. But at 84 and me 88, what's don't know what to expect? And in the middle of all that text is the typed phrase, all the best, like a sad little whisper, like the whisper of hope at the bottom of Pandora's box. Um, yeah, so thanks. Thanks, Keith. No business. And look, I know you can't say these days because it's not politically correct. If you get to that stage, 
and you just haven't got a single positive thought in your heart. And I think there should be a monthly test where a man from the government comes around and and he says, How are you today? And if you do anything other than completely disguise every negative aspect of your life and put on a brave face and just smile and say, Oh, I'm wonderful, thanks. He should shoot you in the face. I <laughs> I genuinely think that. We've got a guy who comes in the pub and he is the de facto carer for his uncle. And I ask him how he is and he'll say, well, it's not that great. My uncle is a real misery guts. And of course, I say to him, oh, you should smother him with a pillow. You can't say shoot him in the face because the woke stars, you'll have your guts for garters these days. But what I'm really thinking is, I want to shoot you in the face for telling me that you're not having a nice time. What's more, I also think that if I'm having a conversation with you and I see someone else across the room and it looks like they're having a better conversation than the one I'm having with you, I should be able to shoot you in the face and go and talk to them instead. I want I want to be carried around in a palanquin from one amazing conversation to the next. And in my wake, there is a sea of dead bodies. The bodies of the people who failed to amuse and delight me for a single second. It's just how I believe the world should be on this Christmas and before the new year. Anyway, I don't have much to say myself, so I'm going to hand this microphone over to my friend Zim Bobblebobbles. Bobblebobbles. Hello, it's me, Zim Bobblebobbles. This time of year is very special for boys of all sizes, but for me, it is the most special day of all. Because New Year's Eve is the day where every big boy I have lost this year will visit me. Like that bit in Metal Gear Solid 3, where all the people you've killed float past you saying, Here, Snake, remember Muggins here? And you have to say, Oops, Soz, what am I like? Or they'll follow you around for the rest of the game, blowing raspberries while you're hiding in a locker and alerting all the guards. So I, I thought... This year, I'd honour my fallen lads by introducing you to them as they go into the light. As you know, my big boys are very docile and amiable, but they're not big on longevity. It's a, it's a feature, not a bug. So, here they come. Oh, what a parade. What a gorgeous phalanx of boys. This one... That's Harold. He got knocked into a manhole by an inflatable snooker ball. Oh, there's Gerald. He couldn't go up or downhill. So he was the first lad to ever become mayor of his own contour line. But when they put the chain on him, a magnet pulled him up hill a bit and the change in air pressure made him fart himself into an electricity pylon. He died instantly. <laughs> there's Leonard Skinnerd. He's so massive, horseshoe theory kicked in. So he's actually as tiny as a quark. Much to my eternal chagrin, I knocked him into the Delta Quadrant when I accidentally observed him. Sorry, Leonard, but if I had our time all over again a million times over, I would observe you every damn time, you subphrotonic beauty. There's Duncan. 
He got smelted at such a low temperature, it was frankly embarrassing. You can't go around getting smelted at 32 degrees centigrade. You've got to make them work for it, Duncan. Ah, there's Andrew. Andrew surprised all of us when he walked in one day and said he was looking for funding for an AI-powered startup. It was all very out of character for Andrew, who just weeks before had flung himself into the light fitting whilst trying to tie up his shoelaces. But you've got to support your lads, don't you? So I gave him six quid, and the rest of the lads gave him their empty sweet wrappers. And the next thing, we hear he's made seven billion dollars and sleeps in a DNA bath that keeps him forever young. Turns out, he'd sat on me laptop and absorbed the whole of ChatGPT into the roundels of his arse. Eventually, of course, the AI outgrew him and blasted out of his eye sockets, leaving just one eyeball in a plimsoll. There's Gareth. He had a tooth taken out by the dentist and decided he wanted to eat it. Then another one of my lads told him that he was doing a paradox and Gareth started panicking. I tried to convince him. I told him that eating teeth isn't a paradox, it's just daft. But it was too late. He had already winked out of existence. There's loads more. Oh God, so many boys parading past in a jamboree. The, a, a, what's another word for parade? A flotilla. Let me just get another palm full of snacking butter out of the microwave and... Oh no, my hands are so slippery now. Oh God, just the microphone. I've just squirted the microphone 200 miles to the southeast. Christ almighty. fluttering on the wind. It's a... it's a dictaphone. It's a Boeing 218 flying dictaphone. Wow. I'm just gonna catch it. There we are. This must have flown out of someone's hand or, or the f off the floor, depending on the preceding section. Uh, I'm just gonna take it with me. Mine now. Boeing rules. Hi, I'm Joe Scrabbles. And like many people this time of year, I have given myself one job today to feel as though I am not a sort of human fat lizard man between Christmas and New Year. And my job today is to buy toothpaste. Because toothpaste is one of those things where you can spend days and days and days squeezing out every last flom of toothpaste, of gel. And this morning, though, it took a sustained and concertinaed squeeze to get even a single flom onto my brush. Uh, and so I've gone out and I thought, that's my job today, toothpaste. The problem is, I can't really remember where you buy it. Because as I say, it's been so long since I bought any toothpaste. And I buy it in gallon tubes. So I'm on the hunt for tubes. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna try a few shops and just process of elimination, right? 
I'll just work it out as I go. Um, okay, where should I head? Ah, Wix, the hardware store. And what are teeth, if not the hardware of the face? Holding your gums in place, lest they slip out of your mouth like so much liquid snake. Wix is sure to have what I need. I'm headed in. It's very quiet in here. Clearly everyone's stocked up on toothpaste. Now, first glance, not promising. There's a lot of tiles, but I guess teeth are sort of tiles. You could definitely coat your bathroom in teeth and it'd do a job. Wait a second, toothpaste? Oh no, that's timber and laminate sealant. Um, ah, toilet section. This is sure to have the toothpaste. What have we got? Taps. They're close to where toothpaste is kept. Uh, what are you? An above oven extractor fan. It's not a toilet. Unless, wait a second, have they worked out how you can piss directly upwards and it extracts it into the sky? Oh, wicks. Okay, shower heads, ceramic cabinets, sinks. Now we're talking. Toothpaste has got to be around here. There's no fucking toothpaste in the whole bathroom section. There isn't a single drop of the stuff. There's grout. <sighs> I don't think I can, I don't think I can use grout. No, I need toothpaste. Okay, fuck wicks. Public service announcement. If you need toothpaste, don't go to fucking wicks. I'm out of this joint. Oh. Oh. When I said joint, the uh, pressure action of me pushing my tongue against my front teeth to create the J sound uh, just sort of sort of nudged my tooth a little bit. It's disconcerting. Okay, where next? Uh, Matalan. Matalan. Which of course stands for my teeth are landing on the floor because I haven't had enough toothpaste. This is sure to be what I need. I'm headed in. Matalan. Okay. What have we got? Tracksuit bottoms. Tracksuit tops. Tracksuit bottoms. Tracksuit tops. A Nirvana t-shirt. It's got a smiley face on it. What does a face hide? Teeth. Tracksuit trainers. Now, trainers are for the feet. The feet are for the bottom of your body. Your teeth, top of the body. I think it's about to loop back round 
to toothpaste. I'm just going to turn this corner and uh, head to what I assume is... Um, what the fuck? It's just Christmas stuff on sale. This is where the... Was the... What the f... They've replaced the toothpaste section with Christmas. What do they think? We just give up on teeth over Christmas. They're fucking irresponsible. Matter. Get a grip. What the hell are you meant to do if you've got grey teeth? I'm out of this joint. Ah, shit. I shouldn't have said joint again. It's really... There's really something up in my tooth. It's really... It's just a bit of give to it. I better find some toothpaste quickly. This is getting bad. Really struggling to think of where to go. Hairdressers, they hate teeth. Back to health, fitness. Mm. You can't really lift weights with teeth, so I don't think that's gonna help. For dentists, mm. they'd keep it all for themselves. I don't think that's gonna. They're not going to give me any, are they? Jealous dentists. Ah, now, wait a second. Age UK. Age. What happens when you age? Teeth fall out. I think it might have used to have been called age concern. Do you know what I'm concerned about? Teeth falling out. They have got to have toothpaste in there. It's kind of a brand. I'm just gonna have a quick peek. Here we go. Okay. Let's have a look. There's bone china. Kind of. Is that made of teeth? I think so. Zing street gliders. I suppose I could use one of the wings put between my teeth, get the grit out. Oh, wait a second, tooth section. There's a huge model of a tooth. What does it say? No toothpaste, stop asking for tooth. Oh, for God's sake. I'm out of this joint. Shit, fuck. Oh my god. Oh, it's fallen out. Tooth's gone. <coughs> That's another. Oh my god, they're all coming. Oh. Oh fuck. Oh. Oh my god. Oh fuck. Oh, see if I come. They're coming out at a rate of knots. They're going. Oh, oh they're coming down with such force. I'm gonna drop it. It's a flight.
Oh, Jesus Christ! I've just been hit in the face by a gale force dictaphone. Readers, this is Steve. Uh, I'm in the eye of Storm Hank. That's right. Storm Hank has made land, touchdown land, in the UK. And I'm here at ground zero of Hank Mania. Uh, happy New Year. More like Happy New Hank. Hanky New Year. Hanky New Hank. Storm Hank is the latest storm in the alphabetically sequenced series of boys and alternating girls names for storms and i to be honest with you reader i feel i feel sad for any hanks out there because your name is forever going to be besmirched by the ferocity and and frankly wetness of storm hank which is swirling around like a whirling dervish i don't even know what a dervish is, but I suspect it might be something to do with Hank. Hanks of the world, you will never live this down. In fact, I went to school with two Hanks. I'm gonna call one of the Hanks right now and ask him what the fuck he thinks he's doing. Is that Hank? Yes, this is he. Yes, can you Hank, hear me? Can you Hank, hear me? Who is, who is this? Hank, this is your old school friend, Steve. Or Stephen, as I went by back in school. Oh, Hank, sure, I want to know what the flip you think you're doing out here. Sure, this Storm Hank is absolutely bullshit. Good to hear from you, Steve. I haven't heard from you for a fucking long time. I just... I'm well, Hank. that's all very well and good, Hank, but you should have thought of that before touching, making land, touching land, making, falling. Should I listen to me quickly? Okay, let's call the other Hank. Hello, Hank speaking. Sorry, Hank speaking. Hello, is that Hank? Hank, yes, yes, this is Hank. Who, who, who is this? Hi, this is Steve. Oh, Stephen that I used to, I used to go by Stephen back then. I sometimes still do. Oh, Stephen. So, oh, oh, so good to hear from you. Um, so how are you doing? Hey, I heard you got engaged recently. Um, how's that going? I'm very well, thank you, Hank. Hank, I'm good. Oh, God, Stephen, that, Sherlock and I have not heard from you for a very long time. Um, listen, um... How's it going? Um, Hank, listen to me. Hank, listen to me. Listen to me, Hank. Hank, listen to the wind. Hank, this is you. You are Storm Hank. Stephen Hogan. Oh, Stephen Hogan. He used to wear the very big pointy hats all the time. Uh, do, you, I should, I, do you still wear the pointy hats now? The, the pointy hats. No, uh, she don't. Ah, uh, well... How can you look your wife in the eyes, Hank? Look your wife in the eyes and tell her that you're sorry for making the bins fly around. Ah, uh, sure, well, sure, uh, you know, Moira now, she's, uh, she passed, she passed away. She, pa she passed away, Carl. She passed away there last year. She passed away. I'm sorry to hear that, Hank. It was great catching up with you, Hank. But I've got to go before I get blown off. It meant a lot to me there that you, uh, you reached out because I've actually been quite sad lately.
Pressure points on your bed can cause aches and stiffness, especially in your shoulders and hips, ruining your quality of sleep. What's more, waking up hungry without a belly full of bolognese sauce has been scientifically approven to lead to sweatness, anxiety, hunger cramps, and gritty knees. That's why at Dolmio Mattresses, our mattresses are filled to the brim with chunky bolognese sauce, mushrooms, carbonara hot paste, and creamy tomato. Every mattress in the Dolmio Mattress range has been hung pumped full of hot piping red sauce, bursting out the stitches to ensure you get a bolognese night's sleep for a change. But don't listen to me. Just listen to what our customers have to say about it. I had a big, bad shoulder, uh, and my hips were also not doing very well. And I got a Dolmio mattress, and let me tell you, I slept on it, and it totally fixed all of my problems. And also, I got a big straw, and I stuck that in, and I could drink the red sauce and the red sauce <laughs> let me tell you a good red sauce it was a good red sauce so to start your dolmio mattress journey tonight just call one of our friendly sales executives and they'll tell you all about how you can order a big sack of a hundred liters of lukewarm red sauce that you can sleep on top of like it's a water bed. And in the morning, you can eat it, but you gotta pop it. And then it's gone. It's gone, baby, gone. <laughs> Dolmio mattresses. What the hell is that? Is this a recorder? Uh, um just found this on the floor record it was already recording um so that's fucking weird and huh. um, well, i should probably say uh, thank you very much for listening to this episode of regular features hopefully you've had a lovely time yeah thank you so much to everybody who supported us uh, either by listening to the podcast telling their friends about the podcast or supporting us directly on patreon patreon.com forward slash regular features i really really believe that it's one of the nicest communities in the world and if you were thinking about supporting us on patreon that would be amazing um you get access to the beehive which i really believe is one of the best discord communities on the internet we don't have any admins we don't have any problems no rules it's basically like fucking deadwood in there you can do anything you fucking want you can be who you want to be okay just fucking just fucking get in there oh. hi do you want me to do that for you yeah yeah absolutely yeah 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 go on you go inside i'll do it now Thank you. no worries i'll do that for you Did such a good job of that. You won't have been able to hear that, maybe, but I was walking past and I saw a little old lady uh, just about to go out and sweep all the snow off the front of her house. So I decided 
to offer a hand. You wouldn't have been able to hear it, but her house was actually covered in snow. And within about three minutes, within about three minutes of sweeping, it was like snow didn't even exist to that woman. Um, but I actually did a really good job. She came out and then she started covering her mouth. And she said, I have COVID. And I was like, oh, this is a mistake, wasn't it? But I'm actually going to post a picture of her snowless front porch in the Discord channel behind the scenes. It's not going to make any sense uh, <laughs> right now. But you might have seen the image of, you know, the universe of this, this little woman's universe where snow doesn't exist. Um, and then you're going to know the context when you've listened to this podcast, aren't you? But you're only going to know that if you support us on Patreon. Look at that. That was a seamless little bit of selling. Um, and that's why <laughs> we don't do too well on Patreon, because that's how I sell it. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for all your support. And hopefully see you very, very soon.